Miami has a dolphin. Ladies and gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary? It's me, the guy going to the playoffs. He's hurting because his team didn't matter anyway. Mike McDaniel's cojones. What? Okay. I, I think, it. hope for your sake, that Mike McDaniel runs the ball a little more. Mm, I went back and looked at some numbers here for you, and I think you're going to appreciate this. Oh, I love numbers. Give it big. It's mind-boggling to me that every single time that Tua has a good game, Danny, they decide to move the goalpost a little bit. Supposedly Tua can't throw. Supposedly. He doesn't care. <laughs> I think Tua can throw. I think we got to throw that that uh, that narrative out the window. I'm trying to get excited about it, but I'm too battered to allow myself the opportunity to say, you know what? It's I feel 100% certainty that we're going to win this game right now. Uh, no question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Dolphin fans of all ages, Happy New Year. The Battered Fins Fans Podcast is back. Episode 35. Not on December 27th. We are on January 3rd, 2024. We are here. Listen, same new year, same shit. Danny, he's going <laughs> to jump on those graphics. Ladies and gentlemen, the ba- I am the Bearded Fanatic. That is my co-host, the battered CEO himself, Daniel G. And as always, Danny, haven't seen you since last year. How the hell are we doing today, sir? I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, it's a new year. Like you said, same old crap. And you know what's the worst part? Is that the graphics is done. Just wasn't uploaded. So there you go. Oh, good. It's uh, all good. But, By the way, that intro was fire. That intro oh. was fire. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. By the way, yeah, that was man. new to me. I hadn't seen it. He just sprung it on me. He's like, hey, by the way, I got something new for you. And he sprung it on me. It, it was fire. I loved it. I lo- and, yeah. and by the way, now I understand what you meant, that I love countdowns. I noticed the countdown right at the very end. That was that was. I, have, I can't say much about it. That shit was fire, man. Thank you, thank you. You know, and, I, and like I said, you love countdown, so that I was do. that was strictly for you. And um, it's a new year, so a bunch of new stuff, and hopefully a, a, a new January for Dolphins because historically, just things just haven't been going well. Then I was just about to say that it mm-hmm. new year, same shit applies to the Miami Dolphins as well, and we're obviously going to get into that now. Um. Let me backtrack this real quick before we get into this first topic. You, me, Mike the Stack Guy that's in the chat right now. What's up, Mike the Stack Guy? M.A. I think M.A.'s in here as well. M.A.'s in here as well. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. A few weeks ago, before the Titans game, I told you, Gunny, and Mike the Stack Guy this, and I think I said it on air as well, that I just wasn't at the level yet where I could just erase the battered history that I have as a Dolphins fan and just Mm -hmm. fully accept the fact that we are that team. Like, I get it. The the fan base is going crazy because of how explosive we are and how good we are on defense. I heard it. I understood it. But remember, I've also been a fan for a very long time. And I'm not saying that these other fans that were excited weren't Longtime fans, I'm just saying, if you've been a fan like me since early 90s, some people basically early um hold on, I'll, I'll mute that. Don't worry about it. I'll mute that. Oh, you had it already. There we go. Boom. Um, if you were a fan like me, early 90s, late 80s, like Mike from Dolphins Talk and Big E and all these guys, they've been battered even longer. So in my mind, I just couldn't accept the fact that we were good. 
I was happy about it, but I said, you know what? Let us get there first. Let us get there first. Let us get. And then, Danny, what happened after we beat the Cowboys? Oh, you're muted. They sir. sucked you in. They sucked me in, Danny. They sucked me in. And I, I came on here and I said, you know what? I'm ready to believe. I'm ready to believe that we're ready to take the next step. Now, mind you, when I picked this Ravens game, Danny, I picked it with the thought process that I was picking with my heart. Because what I've seen on tape this year led me to believe the fact that we can go up to Baltimore and beat them. Now, if we lost, I had it in my heart of heart and in my mind that if we lost this game, it would be competitively. But, Danny, before we get into this first topic, we didn't get to have a post-game reaction show because, obviously, it was New Year's Eve. Family time for you. I was working until about 11. Spent some time with the family for an hour. Right back to work till 6 in the morning. Dale. Dale. Dale for real. But my one big takeaway from it is, obviously, we looked great in the first 10 minutes of the game. We mm -hmm. right up the field. Right up the field. Cedric Wilson. Boom. Touchdown. I said, this is what I thought. That we come up here and be competitive. But Danny, how quickly the tables turned. So my biggest takeaway from this game is, Danny, we did not look like somebody who's ready to compete with the big boys of the NFL. Because the Baltimore Ravens shellacked us. What was your takeaway after watching this game? Uh, much of the same. I, I, I still think that at home you guys are a different team. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see how you guys would look with against a team that was over 500 at home. You got that against the Cowboys. Now, granted, I had my doubts because you got into the end zone only once, and it was before the half, and I felt like the Mika Parsons roughing the passer call assisted with getting into the end zone on that drive. Mm -hmm. So I, I was a little worried the fact that it made it to the red zone, but it was a bunch of field goals. Right? Jason Sanders was the MVP that game. Everybody was saying it. But when the, M when the MVP of your team is the kicker and you have the most prolific offense in the league, True. you know, Everybody has their off days that your offense is allowed to have an off day because they've been so good all year long. But I, I was hesitant. I was like, okay, regardless, they won. But let's see how they go on the road because mm -hmm. the only road games that they've played against good teams, they haven't just lost. They've gotten their they got their asking by the Bills. They now mm -hmm. got their asking by the uh, by the Ravens. The, Ravens. The, the Chiefs was in Germany, so although it's technically a road game, it was a neutral site. And then the Eagles, I can't remember if that off the top of my head, I can't remember if that was a it wasn't, it was a it wasn't they had a chance correct, towards the end. Right. We had a chance still in the fourth quarter, but that was the game that we also got 11 penalties against us to Philadelphia. Yes, Eagles no, no, no penalties. Yes, I remember now. Yes. Yeah. So <clears throat> it does give me cause for concern. I told you I was gonna have cause for concern if they weren't able to win this game, but if they kept it close, that I think that we could find right. some you, positives. You, you, correct. But the there was no positive. Able, no, no, yeah. This was this was a disaster. Like it was uh, a disaster. Real, real, real quick to MA right here. MA, we, um, me and Danny said this a few weeks ago that no matter how the how the games went between Black Friday and Baltimore, we both had a feeling as well that it would be for the division um, week eighteen, and that also it was going to be flexed. Um, I was it was flexed the same exact day that we got whooped because Buffalo won that game, and obviously Miami lost, but. First topic of the show, Danny, bigger loss, number one seed to Bradley Chubb. For me, this one's easy. It's obviously Bradley Chubb because one of the things that we discussed a lot on this show, and I'm sure other people have discussed it on different podcasts, is the fact that Bradley Chubb wasn't earning his contract. And then all of a sudden, Bradley Chubb turned it on earlier in the season. And yeah. he's been a force to be reckoned with 
for the last several weeks. Last week on the show, I said it was imperative to have the number one seed because we hadn't shown that we could go on the road and, and box with the heavyweights of the AFC. And obviously, we went up to Baltimore, and obviously, we got outboxed from top to bottom. <laughs> for me, the loss of Bradley Chubb is the bigger loss because you still had a fighting chance having that man on the field. You had a fighting chance of your defense being anchored by somebody who's having a Pro Bowl season. For me, losing Bradley Chubb is – it gives me a lot of concern because now we have to rely on somebody who was a healthy scratch last week that even he was surprised about it. Emmanuel Ogba is taking that spot now. Melvin Ingram, Andrew Van Ginko on the opposite side will be taking turns on that right side, obviously with the big hole that left by Jalen Phillips. But, Danny, if you told me that we were going to position in Week 18 that we lost both our Pro Bowl defensive ends or outside linebackers, whatever you want to call them in this scheme, um, I would have told you I would have felt very comfortable about that. But what about you? What's the bigger loss for you? Um, I think – I mean, I think just about everybody has to agree with the fact that it's Bradley Chubb because that's the biggest loss in Connor, since Connor Williams. Yes. Because although Phillips went down, you knew you still had Chubb and you knew Van Ginkle has shown – that he uh-huh. can ball out, right? He's been playing. He, he's going to earn a contract this offseason. So when Phillips went down, even though he's probably the, he's, he's better than Chubb, in my opinion, yeah. although he is better, you knew you had a backup. But now that mm-hmm. Bradley Chubb is down, Van Ginkle could only do hold down one side. Emmanuel Ogba is a, is a healthy scratch. Uh, you got JPP with three fingers. Like No, you know, he's no longer on the team. Well, when did he get released? He got cut two weeks ago. So he never he never made it on the field. Okay, mm-hmm. so imagine that. So JPP is long gone. Emmanuel Ogba is a healthy scratch. I, I definitely I think Bradley Chubb is the biggest loss on uh, on uh, from Sunday. But I will tell you that that first that first seed does hurt because you guys on the road have not looked good. But when you think when you think about the fact that if you win against the Bills, you still get home field for the first two rounds up until the AFC Championship. You're still not in bad shape. Nope. I mean, unless you're going back to Baltimore for the AFC Championship game. But you still have two home games, technically, if you can beat the Bills on Sunday. So with that in mind, Bradley Chubb has to be the bigger loss because you still have two possible home games coming up in the playoffs if you can beat the Bills on Sunday. Um, one of the one of the things being talked about now is obviously the plethora of injuries that are piling up against the Miami Dolphins right now. And the injury list heading into Sunday Night Football, ladies and gentlemen, we have Tyreek Hill questionable, Jaden Waddle questionable, Devon Achan questionable, Raheem Mostert questionable, David Long questionable, Javon Holland questionable, Austin Jackson questionable, Zach Zeeler questionable, Liam Eikenberg questionable, Lester Cotton questionable, and obviously Teron Armstead questionable. Mostert and HM were both kept out of practice today. It wasn't that they couldn't practice. They were just kept out of practice. Jalen Waddle was active in practice. T- I'm sorry, didn't practice today either. But they're, they're hopeful that both him and Tyreek can go because Tyreek was questionable at practice today. Now, Danny, I'm going to ask you a very stupid question. And I'm only asking this. Stupid answer. I'm, I on, I'm only asking this because I uh-huh. read it on Twitter before coming on here. And the guy got hit hard. So I'm not going to throw names out. You know, I don't do that. But I'm I'm going to ask you the question. Uh Being that we've already secured a playoff spot. Yeah. 
The number two division is obviously up in uh, the number two position in the AFC is up in the air for the Miami Dolphins or the Buffalo Bills. Right. But being that we already secured one, and if we lose, we'd be going to Kansas City as the first playoff game. Mm -hmm. With this plethora of injuries that I just read to you, would you keep everyone out, even bench Tua, to just have a more healthy team to go into Kansas City team? Or are you going balls to the wall and fighting for that number two playoff spot where you could potentially re-aggravate some, some of these injuries to make them worse, but you'd have the number two seed and be playing at home at least for the first two games if you get past the first one. What's your thought on that? Uh, my thought is I was going to answer your question with the question, but I'll, I'll just answer it and then I'll ask you my question. Sure. I, I would go full strength, try to beat the Bills by any means necessary. I think getting that number two seed and having a home game for the wild card round and a home game for the, for the divisional round, I think that that is priority. But I, I, I'm going to ask you a question now. Sure. Hypothetically, you beat the Bills. Where do you think you have a better chance? I, I don't know who you would be playing, right? But do you think that you have a better chance of beating, let's say, I don't know, the Colts at home or the Chiefs on the road? Full strength, both of them. Yeah. Even injured. I think I would go with the home game against the the, the Indianapolis Colts, and, and I'm throwing the Colts out there. I'm not even sure if if that's one of the viable right. It options. could be the Steelers. Sure. It could be the it could be the Steelers. Right. It could be the Steelers that we play at home, or, or the Bengals. I think are still in it. Also, the Steelers might be, but all those teams. I would. I, I think the Dolphins could be any of those teams at home. You also have the but, potentially the Browns there as well. Yeah, that's right. Because then I went in the division. Right. Correct. And you don't want to play the Browns. so. I, I do think that home field is should be the priority, and I think that that's the way that they have to treat it. You see, now he, he. I know this is going to sound crazy, but as beat up as we are right now, let's rest the starters versus Buffalo. Let them heal up for Kansas City and that Walker. Man, we are in a bad spot within. We are, and listen, the guy honestly just gave his two cents, his opinion on it, and I read it, and I said it's not a crazy idea. It's not. But, it's not a crazy but, idea. I'm with Mike and Danny on this. I think you have to play balls to the wall and get that number two spot. Listen, it's going to hurt even more if we play balls to the wall and let's say one of these injuries gets worse and then we still have to go to Kansas City and then people are going to be like, see, I told you so. You should have benched these guys. But I'm sorry, if if the number two seed is up for grabs, you have to fight for it because I'm, it's not mm -hmm. it's not just about giving your fans a home playoff game. It's the fact that your team plays better at home. So that's the main reason why 98% of the reason should be because your team plays better at home. 2%, yeah, cool. Dolphin fans get to go to a home playoff game. But it's better than the day that your team plays at home. I'm going to tell you what the, the fact that some Dolphin fans agree with that. I'm going to tell you what more or less that tells me. That tells me where the Dolphin fan mentality is right now. They've lost all confidence. To think you're playing at home against the Bills, Right. We said the Dolphins are a different team at home. Let's see them lose at home. You haven't lost against an above 500 team at home yet. But you're willing to throw up the white flag with the division on the line? That tells you how the Dolphin fans are feeling about their team right now. Right now, they're hoping that they could figure out a way to find the easiest path to the Super Bowl, which obviously I understand every team, every fan would want that. But they're like, no, 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 no. 
rest everybody, we're probably going to lose anyway. Because let's be real. That's what they're saying. If you're saying rest everybody, you're saying if they play, we're, we're probably going to lose anyway. So let's not get anybody injured. Very, and let's go full strength point. into the Chiefs. So I think that that's where everybody is mentally. And I, I think that's that that's unfair to the players to, to, to kind of give up on them. And I'm not saying that you're giving up on them. I guess you're, you're, you're all real fans and you all want them to win. I get all that. But this team has won 11 games. I don't care who they beat. They won 11 They put 70 points up on a professional football team. This team can win games. They play well at home. I understand that the defense is injured right now. Xavier Howard isn't playing. Bradley Chubb is out. But if Mike McDaniel is this guy that we've built them up to be, this is where he proves it. If Tua is the guy that we're saying he can be, where he doesn't have to rely only on Tyreek, and him and Mike McDaniel can hook something up like they did against the Jets, where they just mollywopped them, and we're like, wow, without Tyreek. Like, yeah. he should be able to figure out how to win this game. The Bills, they've been hot recently, but overall this year, they haven't been world beaters. They haven't. And listen, hot. Josh Allen won a game against the Dallas Cowboys, only completing seven passes. They are not playing top-notch football. This team can be punched in the mouth. This team can be beat. Christian so, Wilkins and Zach Sealer need to clog up that middle. They, they have to stop the run. Because Josh Allen, as much as I – listen, he's still that dude. Yeah. He can beat you with his legs. If you stop uh -huh. his arm, he can beat you with his legs. So, yeah. Danny, expectations after losses, doubt crept back in. And I think you kind of touched on it already. Has doubt crept in? If you say no, you're just a fucking liar, and I'll, and I'll say it. I'll say it just like that because you can't watch that Baltimore game. Watch potentially the future MVP mollywop you, and say that you don't have doubt. It's impossible for you to say that to me. I won't believe you if you say that to me. But it goes back to what I said: New Year, same shit. I have faith that we can beat the Buffalo Bills. But that doubt is right there, that I wouldn't be surprised mm -hmm. that if we play Sunday night football and we're playing on primetime, how, how have the last few primetime games been for us, Danny? Outside of Black Friday, this year, last year, this is the same head coach because we can't go past that. We're only going to use his coaching. Mm -hmm. It hasn't been good on primetime. Nope. So what I'm saying is my expectation is which obviously we're going to get into when we preview the Buffalo Bills game here in, in just a few moments. I don't have doubt, Danny. I've had what I've always had as a Dolphins fan. I have a battered mentality that if the worst can happen, it will happen. That's my thought on this topic. I, I get it. And look, that's, that's who we are as battered fans. I, I When it comes to my team, when something looks like this, I also feel that way. But because I can take an outsider's perspective, right? Because I'm not a Dolphins fan. And by the way, Tua was the largest vote getter. Just throwing that out there. Go ahead. Was he? Good stuff. He was. All right. Um, because I can take an outsider's perspective, I will tell you that when I see games like this, and it looks like everybody is 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 taking the team for granted, and they think they're dead in the water, I feel like oh, nine times out of ten, that team figures out how to win. They. They completely like it'll be Sunday night football. And, you know, the, when all the, the analysts pick their, their who's going to win and that Buffalo Bills logo is going to pop up on like four or five of them. And it'll be like one Eight person them, picks the right. Dolphins or maybe none of them pick the Dolphins. And right. then I can see it now. I can see midnight 
all Dolphin fans like, look, idiots. Nobody picked the Dolphins. When they I'll be the first one. I'll be the first one. Right. But everybody has doubt. But I feel like that it plays like that so much in sports where like everybody kind of counts somebody out and then it just turns around. So I understand why you feel the way you do. But I, look, if you were playing in Buffalo, I wouldn't give you a chance in hell. Honestly. Of course. Of course. But in Miami, uh, I... I still, I still think that you guys can do it. Well, then I stop beating around the bush, my boy. We're going to go ahead and preview this Buffalo Bills game right now, which obviously have been doing, like you said, fairly well over the last few weeks. Not playing powerhouse football where they're just destroying everybody, but they're winning games because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Like Dom Toretto said, winning is winning. So, Danny, you got the Buffalo Bills coming in. It's been flexed to Sunday night football. For me, the immediate key to the game is slow down Josh Allen. Last week, it was slow down Lamar Jackson. Obviously, we failed miserably at doing that. But Lamar Jackson's that guy right now. He is playing MVP football, and I gave him his flowers <laughs> last MVP. week. He is the MVP right now. He is playing lights out. But this week, when you look at this team, this Buffalo Bills team, and I told you many weeks ago, I, I nothing about this team scares me. Nothing about this team is like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're going to get whooped because of this one guy. Josh Allen is the only guy that I'm worried about on that team because, if, like I said, if you stop his arm, he still has his legs. He still has his capability. He will run up. He will run up in the pocket and get you a quick ten yards. Damn it, Richard Greenberg! Don't go in here saying shit like that. But I am hesitant to just be like, "Dolphins got this in the bag." Is yeah. it because of this? Is it because of the recent loss? No, it's because of that Monday Night Football loss. It's because of this Baltimore loss. It's because of the Buffalo Bills loss in week two or three, whatever it was. It's because the there's Bills have your number. There's plenty of evidence, ladies and gentlemen, that are Dolphin fans, for you to be able to look at this game and not feel 100% about it. And it's okay to say that. It doesn't make you less of a fan. You're just using your eyes. So, Danny, when I look at this team, something tells me that it may not go our way. And obviously, we're not picking it yet. But I wouldn't be surprised if it is, in fact, that after several weeks ago that we did clinch a playoff spot and our Dolphin reps start sending out those, hey, secure your home playoff games now, that that jinxed us. And all of a sudden, we're going to be playing our first playoff game in Kansas City like a certain wide receiver wanted Terry Kill. He wanted to play Kansas City in Kansas City. He, you just might get that opportunity. So, well, Speaking sir, of him, speaking of him. Yeah. Today he was in the news. Obviously, he, the the unfortunate fire to his house. Um, you know, I heard that he got out. And nobody was hurt, which is positive. But something that that surprised me, and you said that you knew about already, but I I didn't. Was I saw him? He and his new bro. And he was walking around in a walking boot. Yeah. Now again, I, I wasn't aware that he walks around in a walking boot during the week. Is this something new that I just wasn't aware of? No, he's been doing this since that initial aggravation of um, against okay. the Tennessee Titans. So okay. he's been doing this when they keep him out. They've been doing this. Um, Rip and Dip TV out here. Much love. Much love. Housekeeping. Yeah, yeah. Housekeeping. I know who you are. I know who you are, sir. Um, shout out to James. Shout out to Rosie. But he, he's do he does that since the injury. He walks in the walking boot. They massage it. Boom, then he tries to go at it on the field. That's why they kept him out of that Jets game. Very next week against the Cowboys, he was also in the walking boot, rested him, massaged him during the week. Then he went at it. 
So he's just been doing that. Like somebody said earlier, it's just for um, not recuperation, but it's for therapy. So he's been doing that just for therapy sessions. So okay. definitely understand. But moving on to this Bill, Bills game, what are your thoughts going into Sunday okay. Night Football? Uh, I, I got a couple. Okay. First, Eli Apple looked like shit when Xavier Howard went out. Is Eli Apple going to be starting? Breaking or, news, or, sir. Breaking well, news. No. Well, my question Eli to you Apple is, is it, uh, he did. Are we going to just throw Cam Smith in there in a crucial game? Or are we Cam just going to let Eli Apple well, get, get burnt big, again? Big fan, Drew already came on and said Eli Apple will get the start. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Emmanuel Akba, what do you expect from him? Listen, he's been a healthy scratch apparently for several weeks. So you want to talk about having somebody who's fresh. Emmanuel yeah. Akba's as fresh as they come right now. What so there's Dalvin a positive. Cook? What the fuck out of here, man? If he comes out here, he's going straight to the practice squad. That's all I got to say right now. He's going straight to uh-huh. the practice squad. All right. And then, um, so this, this is an issue that I that you and I have talked about when it comes to the Jets, when it comes to the Dolphins. It seems like this is just the way of the NFL now. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey shut down the left side of that field. Yes, he did. On Sunday. Yes, he did. So what did Lamar Jackson do? He threw it to the right side. Yep. All game long. Now, Vic Fangio had Jalen Ramsey shadowing Garrett Wilson the yes, last time that they played. Yes, and that did. worked very well. Garrett Wilson didn't do anything that game. Mm-hmm. Can we finally expect him to do that again against Stefan Diggs? Even though Stefan Diggs hasn't been very hot the last couple of weeks, but Correct. when a receiver of his caliber is having a couple down games, you expect him to eventually have a big game. Jalen Ramsey has to shadow him on Sunday. And I think he will. If you remember the last time those two went against each other, it was a dogfight. There was times that Jalen Ramsey won, and there was times that Stephon Diggs won. I believe that the last time that they went against, was obviously when he was still in the Rams. Yeah, and, everybody's been talking about how he like and shook Stephon Jalen D- Ramsey out of his out Yeah, of his yeah, yeah. yeah. Stephon, Stephon Diggs did, did get a tutty on him and did go over 100, but it was a battle nonetheless throughout the game. I think it would just be that exact scenario. But it's not just that. Now you got to think about it, that if he does shut him down, what is Josh Allen going to do? He's going to attack Cater Kohu. He's going to attack Eli Apple. He's going to go to Gabe Davis. He's going to go. I think Dawson Knox is injured. Uh, if somebody's here, Rich, uh, Rich, this is your team. Is Dawson Knox still injured? But he will go to the second and third guy just to go and attack Eli Apple, Cam Smith, Cater Kohu, whoever's on that right side of the field. Josh Allen ain't no st- – listen, we know he likes to turn the ball over. He does. He will try he to force like him to, to Stephon. but he does it a lot. Uh-huh. Right. He he will force on to Stephon Diggs and probably end up in an interception at one point in this game. But I have I have all the faith in the world. If I don't have faith in the Dolphins winning this game, like effectively, I do have faith in one thing, and that's Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey beat beat the schedule, came back early, and he's been a shutdown corner yeah, since he's sure. played. No, he, he he's played great. So I, he, I I, he has my one hundred percent faith. Can I tell you one other thing that worried me about the Ravens game? <clears throat> What's that? Nobody does motion like the Dolphins, right? Correct. That's the bread and butter. Mm-hmm. So the defense sees it on a weekly basis at practice, I would assume. But they couldn't stop the Ravens when they went in motion. Eli Apple was lost when somebody went in motion. Yeah. And I figure if, you, if you're if you defending Tyreek, I mean, maybe because he, he's on the second unit and Xavier Howard is, is defending Tyreek yeah. during practice. I don't know. But I was really surprised. That they were just motioning people and just getting underneath that quick outs. Like they it was just, I was like, man, if anybody should be able to defend 
all these motions, it should be the Dolphins. So that's something else that caught me a little off guard. But um, in all honesty, the Ravens do run that type of offense with motion just because of Lamar Jackson and, and his legs. Right. The Buffalo Bills don't don't be running motion like that. No. I'm not, I'm not worried. So Dawson Knox isn't on the injury report. Thank you so much for that, Mike, the stat guy. So, like I said, Dawson Knox is another killer of the Miami Dolphins, man. He gets open. He gets open against us. Um, David Long being hurt, that hurts. I, I think he's going to play regardless at the end of the day. But, Danny, let's go ahead and pick this game, sir, because mm. I have a feeling that me and you are going to go different directions on this one. Okay. The Buffalo Bills uh, are favored by three points. And where are Okay, you, no, you no, 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 no. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Okay, okay. They're, they're favorite at home. They're, they're, the Buffalo Bills are favorite in Miami, three point favorites, which basically means they think it's gonna be a close game. Mm-hmm. I think it is gonna be a close game. Mm-hmm. I see a scenario where the Bills put a quick 14 up on us, real quick, just like that. And then somehow, some way, we claw back into this game. And it's going to come down to a gentleman that you said is going to potentially cost us a game at one point this season. And I think that he's going to shut your mouth, Evan Posner's mouth, Finn Stanza. Shout out to Finn Stanza. Uh, Shout out to his jersey. Yes, he finally got that jersey. Thank God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I think that it's going to come down to that. I think it's going to be a close game. I'm thinking 20... 24-21 24-21 type of situation where we're tied up. We're tied at 21 going into the fourth quarter. Late, we get the ball back. We got to drive up the field. Tua gets us there. And Jason Sanders wins this game at the last minute, 24-21. to um, Obviously, OSHA has stepped in and made it a night game. So uh, the Buffalo Bills don't have to worry about the sun this upcoming uh, weekend. Well, even I, if right now it's like 70. It's, it I know. I know. It, it wouldn't have bothered them at all. But I think the Miami Dolphins do end up clinching the number two spot, and we get at least a home playoff game to face one of those bottom-tier seeds, the number – I think it's the number eight. No, the number seven. I think it would mm-hmm. be played the number – whoever ends up in that number seven spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's what it is. I think the Miami Dolphins do find a way to, to – barring any more fucking setbacks or injuries, we, we escape – and I hate saying it like that, but we escape with a victory on Sunday Night Football. What about you? The Buffalo Bills, to me, are frauds. Mm. They've lost. They lost to the Patriots in the beginning of the season. They yeah. lost to the Broncos. They barely beat the Chargers two weeks ago. Literally beat them by two points, twenty-four to twenty-two. Last week, they barely beat the Patriots. They beat them by less than a touchdown, twenty-seven to twenty-one. This team hasn't been kicking anybody's ass. They haven't. And they've been let, and they've been letting sorry offenses put up twenty-one points, uh, twenty-four points. Like they haven't looked amazing. I, I'm gonna say that the Dolphins win by two scores. I'm gonna wow. say that they win thirty to t- uh, thirty to twenty. I'm gonna say. I knew that we were going in separate directions. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, no. I, I look. Everybody is is pointing in the Bills' direction, and I honestly think that this is like the perfect ending for both teams, right? The yes. Bills had a great run at the end of the season. They fell short by one game. Maybe there'll be a stupid call that the Bills fans will complain about. And then they'll go into the offseason like, man, if we wouldn't have lost one or two games in the beginning of the season, we'd be Super Bowl champs right now because we were getting hot at the right time. I really do think that. And then the Dolphins will obviously get home field advantage up until the AFC Championship. And I think it's the best scenario for both teams. I think that's how it's going to end up. And I think it's, it's not going to be a close game, Jason Sanders. I think it'll be at least 10 points. I think okay. people are, are going to be surprised. I, you can't tell me that Vic Fangio and Mike McDaniel 
can't cook up one good game plan that'll beat this subpar Buffalo Bills team. Let me ask you a question. And yeah, I, I think so too. I, I think so too. But the reason I said that I think that Buffalo go up by a quick 14 is that they have that in them. Like the Dolphins will st- the Dolphins will start slow or just he'll attack Eli Apple and then boom, one quick break up the field, touchdown. But I like that. I like that. Do I have the same aspirations and belief that you do? I, I appreciate the fact that you do. I don't have it right now, but that's the battered in me talking. But I do sure. think that we find a way to win this game. Um, if and I'm not talking out of my ass either. I told you you're going to lose no. to the Ravens. Yeah. If you had to figure out a way so we could go ahead and tidy up the show, if you had to find a way that Vic Fangio can slow down Josh Allen, what do you think is the best way to slow him down? Because, like I said, even if you slow down his arm, he's got his legs. So what do you really have to do to shut this guy down? You're a Jets fan. You've done it. So what is it that you have to do? Yeah, you, you look, you have you have to get that spy. CJ Mosley's in the fastest guy. I'm, I'm sure um, I'm David, blanking Long. On, on, David Long can do what CJ Mosley does, at least speed-wise. Yeah. Right? CJ Mosley's a better tackler than you give him credit for. So he can do at least speed-wise. And look, just get pressure up the middle. Force him outside. Even though he, he is good throwing on the run, I, I just – I don't believe in him. He hasn't looked good. You said yourself, that game that they beat the Cowboys, how many completions did they have? Seven seven completions, was it? Yeah. Force Allen to th- just force him to throw. Force him to throw. So you're saying better to shut down his legs and make him a passer is what you're yeah. saying is the best way yeah. to go about doing it. Okay. 100%. Okay. 100%. You, you play zone. You're going to play zone against Josh Allen. You're not going to turn your back so that he can take off running. You're going to play zone and force him to throw. He'll throw a couple of interceptions and – the, the Dolphins' offense needs to show up. Here, I'm going to throw this out there. I'm going to throw this out there. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you are coming down for the game and there are a couple of Dolphin fans that have already hit me up, you see a and little the QR uh, code right there, huh? Yeah, you see a little QR code down there. Order a five-star driver for this weekend if you're coming down for the game. Make sure – and listen, it could be me. It could be me that's the driver. But I already got a couple of people uh, flying in tomorrow. Got a couple more people flying in on Friday who I'm picking up and uh, taking to their hotels. But – I'll tell you this. I won't obviously we did not get the score right. Uh he's not in our chat last week. You remember the guy who said we we're gonna win that game 42 to 10? <laughs> and I said, I said, if we get that score, I'll go ahead and send somebody to this game. I'll say this. He was close the other way around. Correct. He was. I, I, I'll do this. Make him throw, which sounds crazy. If Eli Apple gets an interception against Eli Josh Apple. Allen, if Eli Apple gets an interception against Josh Allen. Uh, we'll we'll give something away when we come back and do our uh, we'll do well, obviously it won't be a post game reaction, but when we do our show next Wednesday, we'll mm-hmm. give something away if Eli Apple somehow because you know that I shit on Eli Apple a lot. Everybody does, it, especially and, receivers. And, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if Eli Apple gets an interception, the bearded fanatic will buy you guys some type of dolphin memorabilia. But Danny. This weekend, oh. you'll see yes. that chain. Uh-huh. You'll see that belt. Ooh. Your boy, your boy's coming decked out for Sunday Night Football. That's all I got to say. I'm going to be drove out in Miami Dolphins well, gear. And let, let me let me put something out there so, so I can just bridge this right here. It, okay. We do a battered hair on right into Miami podcast. Yes, now, there's a little connection now. And let's say hypothetically, the Miami Dolphins don't win the Super Bowl, right? Okay. And then you just kind of, you know, your season ends in late January. Hell, even if they win the Super Bowl in late February, now that I think about it. Right, right. I don't know if, if you and other Dolphins are aware, 
But Inter Miami is going to have a third kit. For those of you that don't watch soccer, it's third jersey, and it is inspired by the Miami Dolphins. Woo! So you can so go are ahead. You saying, so are you, you go saying ahead. you're going to be yeah. rocking Dolphin yeah. colors? I think the Inter Miami. But you say you're going to be rocking some Dolphin colors on Dolphin shows starting next season? Is that what it's you're possible. saying? possible, yes, sir. And, and you could wow. rock an Inter-Miami jersey with Messi across the back. I will. And Messi across the back and your Dolphins colors. Like, I, I still don't understand why they chose the Dolphins. I, I think the Heat are, the, well, like, the big, the most winningest team, like, in South Florida right now. Like, historically. That, I, sure. I, I don't know no? about that, but okay, no. Well, they the play more games. Years? They play more games, so it, 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 you could no, be potentially but, right. But they've won more championships. What I'm saying, like they've won like three. They oh, made it to the finals come, last always year. Comes the, it always comes down to the championships, huh? It always comes down to that. I, I get that Dan Marino and you just doesn't like to admit it, but it usually does. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I, when I, I thought that you would be hyped about that, and I you am can hyped. get your own into Miami, yeah, into Miami jersey. Uh, I don't know if that's the logo they're going to use, but Inter Miami inspired jersey coming to Drive Pink Stadium. And again, you can check us out drop? at Battered. Uh, when does it? It probably drops in February at some point okay. after the Super Bowl. And uh, like I said, we do an Inter Miami. It's called Battered Herons. Check us out. Our our chat is usually popping with like 80, Bro, 90, 100 people at a time. Listen, so. even if, if even if you don't like soccer, go catch KBD, which is his yeah. co-host on that show. He's gonna yeah. be saying some outlandish shit that's gonna make yeah, you we laugh. Have a, we have a really good, we have a good time. Right, like you, you guys gotta go check them out. And listen, these boys, what is it, Danny? You guys are like four thousand subscribers in right now. Usually, average two hundred plus people in the chat. It's like it's always well, it's gone there. down. It's like it's like a, a ninety. Well, it, it's, so it's, in the it's off season. season. It's off season. It's yeah, off yeah, season. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, once the season but, starts, it'll pick up again. But it's fun. Listen, it, boys the, are the in chat there, is a good time. And my boy Richard Greenberg, Mister Buffalo Bills fan, is usually in there also. Wrecking havoc. So, so yeah, uh, Richard, Richard Greenberg could tell you, man. And listen, yeah. I know the other Mike that it's usually in there. I forget his name right now, but he's usually the one giving me shit about Dan Marino's hero <laughs> ring. I love that guy too, man. I love that guy yeah. too. There you go, Richard Greenberg, man. We appreciate you always joining in. And Richard Greenberg, you join us at nine o'clock because we're going live battered hair on at nine o'clock also. Richard, just so, know I got the I got the better beard. Just know that. And you know what oh. I'm talking about. I got the better beard. Yeah, for sure. All right, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Boys and girls, again, happy new year. Danny, you still got 2023 up there. We're not going to give them shit about it, but we're just throwing ah, it out what there. the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Listen, if you like, oh, look, look, look who's just rolling up into the show. What up, Bobby? What up, my boy? Listen, Bobby, scroll back to the front. Check out that new intro. Danny brought the fire with that intro. I think it's one of the best intros we've had in the last uh, two years that we've been doing this. And even if it, all, even going all the way back to the batter, uh, to the six borough when we used to do that podcast, that intro was fire. But yeah, I had, I had fun making it. it. It goes without saying. Um, I know we haven't really talked about it much on here. I'm going to be splitting my time here in upcoming future. It's going to be uh, I'm going to be on DolphinsTalk.com as well, but I'm still going to be out here supporting the batter brand because it's what i do this is my brother from another mother right here we've been brothers for fucking 20 plus years that's really not going to change so listen and you can't take the battered out of you you know even if i'm a guest spot in sorts you know i I am the i am the battered fan fan that's 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 me down there but Mm -hmm. danny as always it's a new year bro it's always a pleasure to talk dolphins football with you and as always sir go ahead and lead us out of here 
All right. If you are listening on audio, we appreciate you sticking all the way to the end. Whatever it is, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it may be, please leave us five-star review, comment, all that other good stuff. And if you're watching on YouTube, please like, subscribe, tell your friends to subscribe, like, all that other good stuff. And if you join us in the chat, as always, you guys are the best part of the show. We appreciate you joining us live. And until the next one, have a good one. Fins up, y'all.